Hello and welcome to a Sideways Life podcast. Oh my God, it's Podmas, Podmas episode 24. We've almost done. It has, this has not been one of our best ideas. Well, it has, but it's been a tough one. Happy Christmas Eve. This is Leanne you're listening to, my lovely wife and co-host. Hi. Um, Hello, hello, hello. It was her idea to do Podmas, so... um, (laughs) Yeah, thanks. You are welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you don't know, Podmas is 25 days of podcasts, starting from the 1st of December, ending on Christmas Day, and you can hear the fatigue in my voice. We've made it. We have made it. We have made it. Tomorrow, we're we're literally going to just go, hi, guys, happy Christmas, bye. That's going to be our episode tomorrow. Pretty much. Yeah, we've got shit to do. We've got shit to do. We've got, yeah, we've got... You've got mince pies to bake. Mm-hmm. Um, Leanne's making a duck for Christmas. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Very Croatian. They're not making a duck. Like not. Like she hasn't got like a DNA <laughs> sequencing lab, and she's making one from a petri disc not dish. Yet. No. <laughs> that was one of the Christmas wishes she put down. Like you know, what do you want for Christmas? I'd like a DNA sequencing lab, please, Al. I'm like, mm, <laughs> not sure we'll fit that in the car. The truth be told. But what's interesting is that we are doing, like, we've told you a little bit about what we're doing at Christmas. We've gone quite traditional Croatian with a duck, a putka, I think With it's a called. sprinkle of British dish in there as well. Like? Pigs and blankets, Yorkshire puddings, gravy. Yes. Tell you what, if any of you open Bisto, pour in some water and go, that's your gravy, well, Leanne is no friend of yours. <laughs> On your average week weekday or... Sunday lunch, I think that's fine, but Christmas, it's not good enough. Try harder. My mother, about three years ago, four years ago, uh, gave my missus, <laughs> I think, one of those jobs that you give kids to go, just keep out my way. And she said, You'll keep her busy. Yeah, says, You can make the gravy, Leanne. Um, As and, the only northern person in the room. <laughs> exactly. And Leanne went, Fine, no problem at all. And my mum went, There's the best. She went, I won't be needing that. <laughs> I went, I, honestly, I went I went to like Asda or something. It's and like, I think, Al, we're going Tesco. Bounce. <laughs> we came back with about 30 quid's worth of ingredients for this gravy. There was chicken wings in there. There was carrots. There was swede. There was all sorts of it's stuff. Good gravy, though. Oh, God. One of those, where, you know, one of those where, where my mother put it down next to like her bread sauce or something. Um, and, and, and. And all of the southerners went, oh, well, I don't really know whether I like gravy. And then t- poured a bit of gravy on and then the gravy just went. <laughs> you should have made about twice as much. Anyway, so the point of this really That's rambling story. a very story, odd tangent to go off on. I think what I was trying to do was say that we have guests today who are telling us what they're doing for Christmas. We do. And none of them actually involve gravy, I don't think. We didn't ask for specifics. I'm we sure did. many of them are having gravy. But no, it's <laughs> lovely. It's we we so we we got in touch with some of our former guests, uh, some of our faves, um, and asked them to record us a little a little message telling us how they're spending Christmas. Give us some insights into their lives. They're all people you would have heard before, apart from one. Mm. It's a cheeky little surprise. No spoilers, Al. I can okay. see you're about to say it. <laughs> So should we go to our very first one? Let's do it. Hey, hope everyone's having a great holiday season. My name is Patrick and I'm the expat Pat, currently living in South Korea. And this Christmas, it's going to be a little different. Unfortunately, we are still facing some high numbers 
here in South Korea. So I'm going to go ahead and have a solo Christmas. My first one, I think, in a few years. So I ordered some cookies. So I'm going to have some milk and cookies. And then I just got a big package from back home from America. So my my friends sent me a bunch of food. So I'm just going to make myself some dinner. I got some nice wine and it's just going to be a laid back solo Christmas. I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. I got all this food waiting for me, so I can't wait to eat it. And that's it. Just going to throw on a good movie and call it a day. I'll probably see my friends for New Year's, so no biggie. But anyways, I hope you guys have a great holiday season and take care. It actually sounds really nice. Mm-hmm. Like just having a day to yourself. You can eat all the food. You don't have to share. You can mm-hmm. put on the movie you want to watch. Chill out. Relax. Snoozes. And then go and go and see your mates at New Year. I think that sounds pretty good, actually. It does sound pretty good. Although, I have to be honest, I'm perplexed, baffled, other words like that, about the whole milk and cookie thing. Like, I understand these cookies is cookies are biscuits, are they? Sure. But I can't think of anything worse than a, than milk and biscuits. I want to have a cup of tea and biscuit. Well, that's the difference between Brits and Americans, isn't it? Is it? I think so. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really like drinking milk anyway, but... Yeah, we're not really big milk drinkers in the, in, in the UK, are we? Not really. Not on its own. <laughs> not on its own. No, no, we'll... <laughs> We'll use it to make a white Russian, but <laughs> use it to make things wet. Really. <laughs> and on that, and on that horrible idea, <laughs> let's move on. These are two of our favourite people, uh, Fanny and Andrew. Um, Fanny, if you remember, she's the uh, Michelin star chef, and she cohabits a van with Andrew. Um, who is from Filey in uh, North... No, sorry, Andrew, is it North or East Yorkshire? East Yorkshire, maybe? East Riding. East yeah. Riding. Um, and they drive around the world just being awesome in their camper van with their great dog, Franklin. So here's what they had to say when we asked them what they were up to. Hello. Hiya. Hello. Oh, hiya. Hello, Liam. Um, Hello. I'm Andrew. And I'm Fanny. And we're a couple living in Switzerland. Andrew's from England. And I'm from Hungary, so this makes Christmas a bit um, a bit more complicated for us, but we also enjoy every moment of it. Fanny's Christmas is traditionally on the 24th, and mine is obviously on the 25th, which means that we get to celebrate both days, which makes Christmas a little bit longer and obviously a lot more enjoyable. I get my presents from a little angel, and Andrew gets his presents from Santa Claus. We don't, Father Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we don't have any traditional, I suppose, traditions as such around Christmas. We've always spent it with family uh, in the different countries. This year, we're actually going to spend it um, with each other and our dog, Franklin, and we're really looking forward to it. Uh, we've just booked a nice restaurant for Christmas Day, my Christmas Day, um, and we're going to go for a fondue in a ski resort in Switzerland. Just going to spend some time with each other, have some fun, and generally just get makes the a Christmas change spirit. to the rest of the year. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, and yeah, we hope we look forward to listening to everyone else's traditions. And yeah, uh, we can't wait to get into the Christmas spirit a little bit and see what everyone else is up to. 
So, Bodak Karachan to everyone. And Merry Christmas. Oh, I love those guys. They are ace, aren't they? They might be my favourites. They're, they're great. And, and you know, it's, it's funny because there seems to be a lot of um, uh, Central and Eastern Europeans who celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. Mm. Um, the angel thing, though. Because and don't have, so you, you don't have Santa Claus either or Father Christmas. Because that's the same in Croatia, isn't it? What is it in Croatia? It's not Father Christmas. Like it's Grandpa Frost or something. Yeah. But yeah, it sounds lovely. And they're in Switzerland as well. There's going to be snow and it'll feel so Christmassy. There's definitely going to be snow. We spoke to them um, a week or so ago, I think. Maybe yeah. less than a week. And it was just, yeah, hoying it down with snow. Beautiful. Um, and I mean, come on, Switzerland. Is that not like the chocolate box kind of yeah. place to spend uh, to spend Christmas? So that is amazing. Okay. So our next message is from a very different in terms of weather. And probably actually a lot of things. A uh, very different place to, to Switzerland, which is from the United Arab Emirates. Ooh, we're going UAE. We're going UAE. We're going to speak to Daniel. And um, I, you know how they have to give you a warning before like, you listen to hypnotherapy and whatever? Like a trigger warning. Uh, yes. So <laughs> do not operate heavy machinery. Do not drive when you listen to Daniel and um, Natalie, his wife, because their accents will just take you off into this amazing place. And it's like listening <laughs> to liquid gold. It is. So here's Daniel. Hey, guys, this is Daniel with Our Wayward Life. Uh, when I left the U.S., I didn't really bring a lot of uh, Christmas uh, tradition holidays with us. So every year that we've been gone, uh, we have spent it in a different country, which is pretty damn epic in my opinion. Uh, so we generally try to book into like a food tour, maybe a wine tour, and find a little hole-in-the-wall place that's really cool, and they don't get a lot of uh, expats showing up for, for the holidays, and we'll go have a good meal, and then we go back home, and we jump on Zoom and FaceTime and all that good fun stuff and catch up with everybody back home. It generally takes a while to catch up with all of our friends and family, but hey, it's worth it. Now, accent aside... There's a good reason why we're good friends with Daniel and Natalie. And that's because they say on Christmas Day they're going to go out there and basically eat some amazing food. Um, he doesn't say that there, but I know that he's going to have the a little bit of alcohol, a tiny little tipple. I think that's how you, you found them and thought we need to talk to these guys because they're, they're in, their Instagram bio is something like, like we like to travel and we enjoy strong drinks. It was like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, I think we'll get on. Yeah, we'll get on fine. And it uh, is pretty damn epic that they spend Christmas in a different country every year. That's cool. That's a really good point. I don't know anyone else who spent Christmas in a different country yeah. every year. Yeah. That is pretty cool. That's very cool. Um, Natalie gives her own uh, slightly different um, uh, I, uh, impact. Now, what's the word? Um, Opinion? Insight. Natalie gives her own insight shortly. We'll hear from Natalie, his lovely wife. Um, but by the way, go and go and subscribe to our Wayward Life podcast. Um, they were uh, when we interviewed them, they were thinking about doing a podcast, and then uh, they heard us and thought we can do so much better than those guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> and they started their web their their podcast, and it is great, a really really interesting podcast. And we're on one of their episodes as well, actually. So if you've not heard enough of our voice over the last twenty four days, go check it out. Well, I think that's probably the best episode they've ever done. The one I we were agree. on. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> what's weird is that 50% of my mum and dad's children now live in a different country. We live, we live wherever we lay our hat. 
Um, and my sister, my little sister, has lived in, I say little, I think she's probably mid-30s, um, has lived in uh, New Zealand for about five years. Mm-hmm. And so she, we asked her about her Christmas in New Zealand. And it's really interesting because she's done it maybe five years in a row, Christmas yeah. in New Zealand. So let's hear from Lorna. Hello, this is Lorna calling you from the wardrobe. If I move that fur coat ever so slightly, I think I can see Mr. Thomas in the distance. Our first Christmas overseas we found quite difficult to adjust to. Well, I certainly did. Um, Because we're in the Southern Hemisphere in New Zealand, we have obviously a summer Christmas and it just felt really strange. I was quite apprehensive about being away from home and about missing family and about missing Christmas traditions from back home. So that first year we were in Nelson and the South Island of New Zealand over Christmas. We just tried to recapture things or recreate um, a UK Christmas. And for us, it just didn't work at all. So we went to this um, beautiful Christmas carol concert. And uh, then we also went to the cathedral and they had loads of Christmas trees up. And it was really beautiful, but it just wasn't right. It just made me feel really homesick and um, really sad about, I felt like I was missing out on Christmas. So the following years, we just went the opposite way and almost ignored Christmas and just did something completely different. We didn't try and recreate any of our traditions from back home. We just um, did our own thing, really. And again, that was nice, but it was more like a summer holiday than it was like Christmas Day. Over time, we've worked out just what works for us. So we've made our own traditions now. It's been a few years, but there's things that we start to look forward to every year. Um, that are our own things so for example um, we missed the kind of coziness of Christmas in the northern hemisphere and winter so now we have a midwinter Christmas where in July where we have all our a lot of our friends come round and we put the Christmas tree up and the Christmas lights and that's really lovely a nice way to kind of capture that that moment so the main thing for me was just not trying to recreate something that you've got back home but trying to celebrate what people do around you in whatever area it is that you're in just celebrating the Christmas their way and making your own traditions and not putting as much um, emphasis or as much pressure on yourself to to feel Christmassy I think that's such good advice it's really good advice I mean of course if she's in New Zealand then it's going to be opposite way around in that Christmas will be summer and then July will be or June of whatever 21st will be winter won't it Mm -hmm. so yeah i suppose it would be really difficult to try and recreate christmas when it's like 38 degrees outside so we're going to continue with our american theme and speak to another former guest um melissa who is a pretty freaking awesome um and uh, she's going to talk to us about what it's like to spend christmas in croatia now we are spending christmas in croatia but she's been doing it for about five or six years i think longer i think like seven So she knows a lot more of the traditions than we do. This is our first one. So let's listen to Melissa. Hi, I'm Melissa. I'm originally from California and New York in the United States. And I have been living in the beautiful town of Laban in Croatia. And I've lived here seven years. And for five of those years, I've spent my Christmas holidays with my neighbors. I go to one neighbor on Christmas Eve for lunch and they make uh, bakalar, uh, dried salted cod, and they make it into like a, they call it pashteta, but they have that on bread with olive oil, usually their own olive oil, which it was today, and wine from a neighbor's house. And then they serve it with homemade pasta and with another 
uh, sauce made from the dry, dried cod since um, that's the tradition to have fish on the Friday. And that's what I'm doing, I did today. And then this evening I will do um, a little walk up to the church for midnight mass, which is different because of the COVID situation. And the people are going to gather outside for a blessing and everyone holds candles. So the rain could play with that a little bit, but it's usually a beautiful small service. And tomorrow I will go back um, to see neighbors at their country home, um, which is usually an all day thing with all kinds of food, homemade cookies and homemade donuts called fritula. And they usually make some sort of a stew from whatever they've caught. Sometimes it's wild pheasant, sometimes it's wild pig, uh, you know, the wild boar that we have. Um, who knows what it will be? I don't even know and all kinds of other side dishes and a whole lot of um, homemade brandies, rakia, all by the fire. And it's usually quite lovely as people stop in and bring gifts and it can be really wonderful. And then I usually always end Christmas at another neighbor's house who celebrates his birthday on Christmas day. And it's more sweets and more liquor and a whole lot of laughter and a very warm kitchen. Sounds delicious. It really does. And I, if you've never spent any time in the Balkans, uh, Balkans, I suppose, if you're from the UK, um, then rakia, we've talked about this a lot, but rakia is like a, a brandy, but it's made from lots of different fruits. So you can have a honey, like, well, it's traditionally made from like sort of plums or grapes um, or pears, but then they flavor them. So you've got the um, the med, which is the honey liqueur, mm -hmm. bishka, which is... Um, is it mistletoe? Um, and then there's there's like and lots of difference, and each family have their own rakia. Um, like this is brandy they make themselves. Honestly, if you if you're ever in Belgrade um, in sort of like autumn time, you will see old women carrying huge bags <laughs> of plums up their stairs to go and, to go and make um, slivivice in their uh, that's the rakia with plum in their bathtub. Uh, so you definitely should try some of that. But that does sound really nice, doesn't it? It does, and I think as well, it just shows the the generosity and and love and inclusion you often feel as an expat. It's amazing mm -hmm. how generous people are with their time, <clears throat> with their food, with their hospitality. Um, so yeah, that's really yeah. It sounds it sounds perfect. So if you want to see what um, Natalie off of Daniel and Natalie, our Wayward Life podcast, what her take is, then here's Natalie. Hey y'all, this is Natalie from Our Wayward Life. And before we moved abroad, I wouldn't necessarily say that we had a ton of Christmas traditions other than, you know, spending some time with friends and family, looking at Christmas lights. However, I would say overall, the main things that we focused on were connecting with other people, good food, and some strong drinks. And as we've moved abroad, that's exactly what we've kept on doing. Whether we're in the UAE or traveling to a different country, that's what we look for in our Christmas traditions and our Christmas holidays. Um, so whether it be Vietnam, spending it with our Airbnb host and his local friends, or be in Zanzibar on the beach, celebrating with people that we just met, that's what we're looking for. Merry Christmas. That's cool. Do you know what I like about that? Is it's, it's actually, rather than trying to 
exactly recreate the very specific tradition you have that is very specific to your family and friends and country mm-hmm. is actually looking at going, what what's the kind of the umbrella point to why what this tradition is and mm-hmm. and like Nasty said it's it's connecting with people eating good food and drinking good drinks yeah and if you look at it like that your christmas traditions follow you around the world they're everywhere you go and that's really cool i like that a lot it is. And I mean, these guys have had so many adventures, um, which is why we asked for two separate um, recordings from them, because they've got so many different adventures. And, you know, they spent time in Georgia, not Astri- not America, the um, the country. Um, they spent time in like Zanzibar, she mentioned there. Um, they are really cool guys. So jump over to their podcast, Our Way With Life, and follow them. They are really cool. Okay, so we'll end up with uh, Brent and Michael, a lovely couple who have got some great stories. Um, and they sent us a message again. I think they're originally, they, are they North America? Very, very North? Seattle, I think. Right. Um, and uh, where are they now, do we know? They're in Split in Croatia. Oh, so maybe about 300 miles from us? Yeah, not too far. Yeah, not too far. So should we listen to what Brent and Michael have got to say? Yeah. This is Brent. And this is Michael. And we are Brent and Michael are going places, a travel newsletter. And today we're going to tell you a little bit about how we celebrate the holidays as digital nomads. Uh, This will be our fourth Christmas as nomads. And our first two Christmases, we went back to Seattle, the United States, where we're from, to celebrate it with friends and family. Of course, COVID has come along and made all that much more difficult. And last year, we weren't able to go home for the holidays at all. And frankly, we just spent them by ourselves in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. This year, we're in Split, Croatia, and we're sort of creating some new traditions around the holidays. Here in Split, that's involved learning a lot more about how the locals celebrate holidays here. For instance, there's really no Santa Claus here in in Croatia. There's a winter frost father figure, um, and there are reindeer, but there's no Rudolph. And we've learned more about the local foods and things like that. As digital nomads, we practice a form of simple living. We carry everything we own with us, so when we buy something new, typically we have to get rid of something old. But when it comes to Christmas, we've given ourselves permission to sort of deck the halls and buy Christmas decorations for our apartments. So last year in Mexico and now in Croatia, we bought lights and a little tree and other various decorations to make our apartment look as homey and festive as possible. And we also try to splurge on Christmas dinner, catering um, Christmas dinner from a local restaurant and then furnishing it with trimmings that we come up for ourselves. And then we just spend the day, if we're with friends, we spend the day with friends or with each other, because ultimately when it comes to Christmas, home is whenever whenever we're together, wherever we are. Well, that's it from us. Merry Christmas. From Brent and Michael, our going places. <laughs> They're ace, aren't they? So lovely. So sweet. And I, and I love that. I mean, we did a similar thing last year and this year as well. Um, our first Christmases being away from home. Um, we did put aside a bit of a budget to, I mean, we didn't stick to the budget, but we put it aside <laughs> to go and get some lights and the Christmas tree and decorations. And and I think that's, it, it's just a lovely thing to do, isn't it? And feel festive and, um, yeah, and I love that. And, I, and we were saying as well, actually, after we, um, um, we, we bought our Christmas decorations this year, that how great would it be if we just kind of like boxed them up, left them with our landlords because they're probably going to rent out again, whether it be short term or long term, and just say, keep these because if you ever have somebody in over Christmas, particularly someone who's from 
um, you know, a northern hemisphere country that, that mm-hmm. celebrates Christmas in the way that we do. Um, it's just a lovely thing to have and, and without the expense of it. And without the waste, don't like waste. We don't like waste, and uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's really cool. And I think it would be it'd be nice if there was some kind of Christmas decoration swap thing going on. So people yeah. who are outgoing expats would put them all into a big box, and then incoming could come in and choose like um, choose their decorations. But anyway, I think we're going slightly off topic here. So <laughs> we have gone on quite long today. Um, so shall we call it a day there? We should. Thank you so much to everyone, yeah, our lovely you. guests who took the time to record us a little message. Um, it was lovely to hear you all again. Um, we will put, we will tag them all in when we post mm-hmm. on Instagram. Um, we'll mention them in the show notes. Um, and if you want to go back and you should go back and listen to the episodes, um, then do it. Make sure the names are really clear. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So we'll see you in 24 hours for Christmas Day. We will. Bye guys. Bye.